Hey, Dylan Kelly here, host of the Wave Break Podcast. Excited to get into this episode, but first, here's a quick word from our sponsor. If you're looking to grow your business, there's only one way, and that is by building real quality customer relationships. Most marketing software will claim they do this, but they never deliver on their promises, and you need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Klaviyo comes in. Klaviyo helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. And that's why 10,000 innovative brands, including all of our clients at Wavebreak, have switched to Klaviyo. Now, What's the secret to building those customer relationships? Tune in to Clavio's Beyond Black Friday docuseries to find out and unlock exact marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going all year round. Just head over to clavio.com slash beyond BF for more. Link is going to be down in the show notes below. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Waybreak Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Kelly, founder of Waybreak. And if you're new here at Waybreak, we help e-commerce stores maximize their email revenue and stop leaving money on the table. Now, I want to walk you guys through a really cool lesson that I learned recently. And the reality is this. So many times we're like anxious or nervous about something. Uh, maybe there's just some uncertainty that we have in our business, or maybe there's a conversation that we need to have with somebody, you know, whatever it is, like as a business owner, there's a lot of things that you're anxious about. There's a lot of things that you worry about. There's a lot of things on your mind. And sometimes even when you wake up in the morning, it can just like, it's like you have to start all over again. It's like, man, what if I could just wake up feeling super powerful? Well, here's how you can do that. I mean, the reality is that action is what gives you power. So you notice you feel so good at the end of the day because you've been doing the work all day long and you've been getting this momentum from doing these things. So the way to cure anxiety is through action. And action is the only plan. It's the only thing you can do to get results. You could work on the best plan ever and have like, you know, this most amazing three-month plan, whatever. Like those are so fun for us to make as entrepreneurs and business owners. But the reality is that that plan, that three-month plan is worthless and that a plan that would be much more valuable. I mean, it's not worthless, but here's a plan that could be way more valuable. It's like, what is the one thing you can do today? What is the one action you can take? What is the first thing you can do? Like, it's not like this big thing, like, oh, I have to launch this whole new marketing channel or I have to do this whole new big thing. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I just have to do, send an email. I just have to, like, email someone. I just have to, you know, send one email to my list. Like, you don't have to redo your whole email marketing. And that's, that's, that applies to everything. Like, action is this anxiety killer. And the way you build this momentum is just through micro actions. Like, we oftentimes we think we have to do a crazy amount of things when really, we could just do one, take small, one small step in the right, in the right direction. And before we know it, we've done, you know, you do that every day and you do over 300 of those every year and you do those over a few years and you've done thousands of them and you'd be surprised at how far you come because these little things can make a big impact on your business. And one of those things is just simply getting the tool that you need to show you what's possible. And for example, 
our email checklist. Like if you want, if you feel like you're leaving money on the table with your email marketing, if you feel like you could be doing better, uh, but you're not sure where to start and you just don't know like what exactly you could be doing better, maybe you have some ideas, like literally just go download our checklist. It's the first thing you can do. Just click the link down in the show notes, take that micro action, download the checklist, and then just it'll snowball from there. You'll pull it up next to your email marketing. And literally, it takes five minutes to look at it and say, I have this, I have this, I have that. Like, you don't even have to put it side by side. It's really that simple. So you can go pick that up at emailsuccesschecklist.com and apply this principle right away. And you can apply this to every area of your life just to get to power and to take action and to get results. Because what you do today fuels your results tomorrow. Anyway, hopefully you got some value out of that. That's a lesson that I learned recently is like, we really don't have to be doing like that much. We can just take one small step in the right direction. And before we know it, we're on this amazing path. Um, so go check out the email success checklist. You can pick it up at emailsuccesschecklist.com. So without further ado, I'm really excited for this episode. We've got Chad Kaufman. He is the founder of a company called Kitty Poo Club. Uh, really interesting name. Um, he's grown the business to a, a very, very nice size. And today on the show, he's breaking down exactly how he built it, how they deal with churn, as well as like the exact marketing channels they've used to grow this eight figure company. So without further ado, let's hop right into it. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Chad. Hey, thanks for having me, Dylan. Yeah. So you have a really interesting business. I mean, I think the first thing that stands out is the name Kitty Poo Club. Um, before we dive into the details and like your story and how you got into this business and what you're up to now, like, can you just tell us like what exactly Kitty Poo Club is? Yeah, sure. So I always have kind of the five, 10 second elevator pitch, um, makes it super simple. Um, it's, it's a disposable cat litter box and it's uh, one box, one cat, uh, one month, no odor, no mess and minimal maintenance. So if you have a cat, we are definitely the product for you. Uh, to sum that up in one word, it's genius. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, like I, I was looking at your your landing page, and it's just like, I mean, it just makes total sense. It just makes everything super easy. And by the way, your website's really well done. And the fact that you keep scrolling down, and it's like I keep find I don't even have a cat. Let me just say that, and I keep finding myself saying like, yes, yes, like to all <laughs> all of the sections of your website. It's like I'm sold on it. And then I get to the end, I'm like, wow, and it's that much like. What a steal for every, all the stuff I've read so far. Like, I think I'm going to get one. I don't even have a cat. Um, Time to go get one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Start with the – that's that's what I did back in the day, like, for a phone. I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if I'm going to commit to the new phone. But then I saw a phone case I like, and I got the phone case. And it's like, oh, well, now I have to get the phone. Uh, maybe I'll do the same thing with the – start with the litter box, and then next thing you know, I got a cat. Uh, I love it. It but, is a little uh, bit more of a commitment. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, speaking of this business, super unique. I think it's a, you know, great product, great service. Like what's your story? How did you get into this? Yeah, good, good question. And one I, I, I get asked often. Um, I'm just an entrepreneur. I've started many businesses. I, um, started my first business when I was in, in fifth grade and, um, I've just always loved starting, um, new things and I love new products. And so, um, I was sort of at a stage where I had a, a mature business and was kind of looking for the next thing and uh, started just doing research and looking for a multi-billion dollar industry um, that I could um, develop a subscription-based business around and obviously for reoccurring revenue purposes. And 
um, I hadn't honestly really found anything. I mean, I've been looking and looking and looking, probably spent a couple months looking for opportunities. And it's tough to find multi-billion dollar industries these days that don't have a major player um, in that space. Um, so I hadn't landed on anything. And one day, um, my dad and I have done many businesses together. Um, he calls me up and he's like, hey, I've got a new idea. And, you know, this is almost a, <clears throat> a daily call with him. He's He's like an idea genius. He's come comes up with new ideas all the time. So it's like, oh, great. Dad's got another great idea. Um, and most of them aren't great ideas, but he always has ideas. And so he says, what if we did a disposable cat litter box? And I kind of started chuckling. And I, I was thinking to myself, that is the stupidest idea I think I've ever heard you say. Like a disposable cat litter box? Like, what, are you going to try to get a month out of it? And he's like, yeah, exactly. And I said, well, you know, dad, like cat litter's really heavy and most of this is going to be shipping costs. And so that's, that's probably makes it nearly impossible to do. And I said, secondly, um, a disposable cat litter box, like we have other companies. And so we have a couple plastics companies and, and so we know plastics really well. And I'm like, you can't make this out of plastic. That's not going to be cost effective. And I said, if you make this out of cardboard, you realize that urine and cardboard don't go together. You know, <laughs> that's like a recipe for disaster. And so I just kind of, ch- ch- you know, wrote it off and, 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 and moved on. And, and then I just started thinking about it and I'm like, well, you know, I started doing research and $4 billion industry and opportunity there. There's nobody in this space. Um, what if we could figure out how to ship it cost effectively? And what if we could make a disposable litter box that, worked for a month and would people really want this? And so, um, that kind of led us into trying to do this. So we spent probably, I'm going to guess maybe eight months on research and development and really trying to come up with a business model, um, that would work. And so we made some real, um, flimsy prototypes and, um, then got it to a point where it was like, okay, we could test this. And then I, I started testing it on people and, um, we would, you know, test and, you know, do a new iteration and then test and do a new iteration based upon what we were learning until we got to a point where it was like, okay, I, I think we should, we should do this. And so, um, we hired, a um, a website developer that developed our e-commerce site that we have today. And he's, um, just a, a amazing part of our team. Um, couldn't have done it without him, um, Nate Dickin and, and so Nate built an amazing e-commerce site and we threw up a Facebook ad. And I think in like 20 days, we signed up 1200 customers. And, uh, it was at that point then that we kind of knew we had a, we had a business and we thought we could turn it into something. Yeah, that's awesome. That's an awesome story too. Um, and then the father son duo, that's great. Um, and yeah, the website's awesome. Tell them I said that because it really yeah. is good. <laughs> like it's seriously, it's just, it's like the objection pops up like listeners like if you have a product that people have a lot of objections to like go look at kittypooclub.com i'll link it up in the show notes but it's just like every time i think of like an excuse not to get it it's like you hit me with the section on why that's like not actually a concern um which is really fantastic um but uh speaking of where you're at nowadays like so so you grew you grew really fast off the bat from the that Facebook ad or I don't know the timeline exactly but I know you've grown a lot since then like before we dive into kind of like the growth and how it happened can you kind of give us a rundown of where your business is today 
Yeah, sure. So um, we were, I mean, we're, we're shipping about 35,000 customers monthly now. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're at. We have about 27 uh, employees and um, we do all of the manufacturing um, here in Worcester, Ohio, about an hour south of Cleveland. And um, what's really cool is we've done a, we've worked really hard to keep most of our um, supplier base local. So within like a two or three county area, um, we've really done a good job of building most of those vendor relationships to build a product that's um, a great product for cat owners and also a great product for um, our local economy. That's awesome. So when you say like 35,000 customers, like, does that mean you're doing like 700K a month in revenue? Yeah, we're doing more than that. We're in the eight figure um, range. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, that's, that's so sick. Um, because I feel like so many people would like look at this, they'd look at this idea in the beginning and they'd be like, ah, you know, cat litter, like, I really don't know if it's scalable. Like, are people really going to want to get cat litter mailed to them and all this? And then it's like, you look at this business and it's like, well, look, look at the person who just went out and did it. Yeah. I mean, thanks. It's, it's one of those things where, um, and coming up with a product, right? There's a couple ways that you can make you can make a product. You can make somebody's life easier, or you can make the product that they're currently using better. And what we tried to do was was actually both. I mean, to go out and get cat litter at the store, um, I mean, what a pain! Litter can be heavy. Um, to walk into a grocery store or into a big box retailer and pick up the litter and lug it into your car and then lug it out to your car. Um, through whatever weather conditions you have. And then if you live in an apartment, you're carrying it upstairs or up an elevator or into your, your home and then to put it into a box. And the traditional way of managing a litter box is the majority of litter out there is clumping. And so um, literally when you change out a litter box, a lot of the urine will seep down to the bottom and it kind of turns the litter into a big concrete brick. And so you're chiseling that out. You're trying to clean it out. It's ridiculously stinky and i mean what what a pain like people love cats and and i love cats and like i hate going through that like why would you want to do that it's just it's it's awful so we we tried to take a look at that experience for an average cat owner and how could we develop a product that would overcome that well we've we've done that with our product but we've also created a better product so um our our litter boxes are 100 percent recyclable they're made from 100% recycled materials, so they're super healthy for um, for the environment. They're they're biodegradable. The plastic in our product is completely recyclable, and um, we've made it convenient for the for the whole product to be delivered to your house. Now that you know, if you take a, a, a typical clay based or betonite litter that's out there, you know, you're talking 40 pound bags, or if you use something like a tidy cat, it's a you know, their lightweight litter is 15 or 20 pounds. Um, our boxes are nine pounds delivered to your door. Um, you literally, it takes less than 10 seconds to pop our box open and your box is good for a solid month. Um, we do have different litter options um, available, but our primary litter that we find that works the best for our customer base is uh, silica litter. Um, silica is just a natural mineral from the earth. 
Um, all of our litters, regardless of the type of litter, are 100% natural. So we don't do any chemicals. We don't do any dyes, any scents. Um, so our silica litter is dye-free, scent-free, and dust-free. So it's very healthy for, for your home. So many of the litters that have dyes and scents in them, those are carcinogenic, uh, which many people don't know. So um, that's A, bad for your breathing quality in your house, and B, bad for uh, for your cat. And so uh, urine, um, many people don't know this, but urine's 95% water. And um, water, what it does naturally is it evaporates. And so with our silica-based litter, um, what it does is urine or the, the cat urinates in the litter and that water evaporates. The 5%, um, which makes up the urine, is the urea. And that's that nasty smelling, um, if you've ever been into a house that doesn't manage their litter box well, that ammonia smelling <laughs> uh, smell, um, that stays trapped in the micropores of the, of the litter, which can't be released. So you literally have an odor-free um, kitty poo club litter box for a month with very minimal maintenance. All you have to do is scoop the, the poop once a day and stir the litter when you do that to allow the evaporation process to happen. And now you have no more scraping litter boxes, cleaning litter boxes, hauling litter home. And, um, and a new one shows up FedEx at your door at whatever schedule you choose. So you can log into our customer portal and, and make any adjustments to your account based on, on your preferences. Yeah, that's awesome. So like what has been, so you said you ran some Facebook ads, like what has been, is that what you've been doing to like scale this business? Yeah, we, we invest pretty heavily in, in Facebook and we find that it, it's probably the best advertising medium today for targeting customers. And, um, for our particular, um, business, because it's, it's, um, you know, pets are a very, um, you know, it's a large audience group, right? It's very easy to target those types of, uh, of people. And we found that the, uh, Facebook definitely has uh, the best customer acquisition costs of other advertising um, mediums um, that we've, we've tried. So, um, and we also find that with Facebook, um, not only is it good at targeting um, the, the right demographics, but we really enjoy engaging um, with our customer base and with potential customers through that versus, you know, you run commercials on TV or an ad on radio. Um, it's very one way it's, it's going to them, but you have no way to interact with those customers nor know who they are. And so we've, we found that Facebook has been a great medium for us for this particular business. Nice. And so are you running like, like I see like on your website, like you have this awesome video, like are you running video ads too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they, they're primarily all video ads. We do, we do do some um, picture ads, um, but it's one of these things where like, I like to make the comparison of the, uh, the uh, uh, mattress in a box comparison. So if you look at like Casper uh. mattress, purple mattress, you know, there's, uh, there's a handful of them now, probably a dozen companies out there that are doing mattresses in a box. And I think maybe Casper was the, the first company, but imagine when Casper came onto the scene and maybe it was purple. I don't know who it was, but whoever the first to enter that market was, um, if you came to a website or if you saw an ad on that, you would think you've got to be kidding me, right? Is this a joke? You're going to send me a mattress in a box. Like, right. right. Like how, how does that work? Right. It, it, it didn't, it didn't make, it didn't make any sense. Now I could see a picture of a box, uh, a mattress in a box for any startup company out there. 
And I would immediately know what that was, right? I don't need a big video to explain it to me. Right. So with a disposable um, monthly litter box like we have, because it is kind of revolutionary in this, I mean, at this point, we don't have any competitors in this space. Um, we kind of have to explain it. We have to show it. Like people don't think that you could get a month out of a litter box. Well, you can because it's based on how our litter box is designed. And B, it's based upon how our litter is designed. And so when there, when you have those complementing each other, you have a really good product that does what we say it does. But you really get more bang for your buck if you can explain that or, more importantly, show that through videos. So we do do a lot of the video advertising. Yeah, that's awesome. And you have a great video on your site, too. Like, once again, guys, like <laughs> if you need some inspiration for, like, how to do this right, go to kittypooclub.com. Um, and one thing, too, I was curious about, because uh, you run a subscription business. Like, not everybody who listens to this podcast is necessarily subscription. Everyone's e-commerce though and selling products like this. Um, but I'm just curious, like what is your, like what's churn like and like, how do you deal with that? Yeah. So that's, that's a good question. Um, in our business, you're always going to have churn no matter how good your product is because cats by nature are just a finicky animal. Um, they are just picky, picky, picky. And, one cat can love one thing and another cat absolutely hates it. So um, when we started this business, we only had one type of litter and that was silica. And we only had one size of that silica litter, which was more of what we call coarse grain. It was, it was larger. Think of it like being um, very, very small pebbles. Mm, um, okay. And um, a silica litter... Uh, naturally it absorbs moisture. It's one of the most absorbent materials on the planet. And so some cat's paws didn't necessarily like that feeling. So you're going to get churned because they love the product and we get people to say, oh my goodness, we loved your boxes, but our cats just didn't take to your litter. Okay, well, that's a fair assessment and that's one that you can't decide. Your cat decides what they're going to take to and what they're not. Um, so our churn was a little bit higher at the beginning, uh, more so than it is now, because we've started to offer um, various uh, um, assortments of litter that will um, work well in our boxes. Our boxes are one box, one month, no odor, no mess, minimal maintenance. So whatever litter we offer needs to fit into um, that mission per se, or or what we're doing for our, for our litter for our, our product, and so. All of our litters last a month, and um, we've developed most of our litters, and um, we're, we're offering now an assortment that will be attractive. So it's like, okay, your cat doesn't like the, the coarse silica. How about you try our fine-grain silica, which is like really soft beach sand? We have that, and then we'll get a lot of people to say, oh, my cat took right to that. We love that. No, no. what else do you have? Oh, we have this organic soy-based um, litter. It's a soy plant. Basically, it's, it's tofu. <laughs> And, um, it's, it's food grade. And, um, how about we try that? Okay. Oh, my cat loved this. So it's really, it's really trying to figure out what, um, what cats like and providing an option that will be a fit for those cats. So we've seen churn come down quite a bit as we've moved into various litter options that work well in our boxes for, for different cats. Yeah, that's smart. I think like so many people's like first, thought when they have churn is like oh like let me throw in like you know like this email sequence or let me run these new ads on facebook instead of like wait what if we actually improve the product or we figure out like why people are are leaving and then we like solve that problem and then it's like you're like building the churn out of your business because you're making your product something that people are going to want to churn less from 
That's exactly right. And one thing I would add to that, uh, what you said was, was perfectly accurate, Dylan, is, is um, what we've done is trying to figure out why they're leaving. So we make it super easy to cancel on our website. Like, you know, some websites make it really hard and um, you have to call or you have to email. And it was just like, we're not going to do that. Like, we're not going to lock people into our membership. You can sign up and you can cancel tomorrow. No questions asked. Uh, actually, we do ask a question, but you don't have to talk to anybody. So you log into our customer portal, you hit cancel. And before you leave, you have to tell us why you're leaving. And it's just a simple, like, you know, two question survey, choose one of them. And that way, when people were leaving, we would know why are you leaving? What, what is the churn all about? And that's how then we developed the model of, of, of coming up with different litters. And we've made some improvement to our products over the last, you know, year and a half based upon that feedback. So we're not trying to prevent anybody from leaving, but if you're going to leave, just let us know why. That's all. That's all. And so we've learned a lot from that. So I would encourage other e-commerce uh, companies to do, to do the same thing. Make sure you're, you're finding out why people are leaving instead of just thinking, oh, you just need to give them more product for free or a better discount or be more competitive in some way. That's not always necessarily the case. It could be about making your product better. Yeah, 100%. And I think like the, the overarching theme in that too is like, there's a reason why people do things. And I think, um, so like what, what we do at my company, Wavebreak, is we run email marketing for like, um, you know, you think like fashion businesses, like non-subscription <laughs> e-commerce businesses. Um, and so many people think there's like this magic email or like this magic promotion when really actually what we do that's most successful is we get into the mind of the customer. Um, I mean, we don't just assume things. We literally use data. And then we just like, like, just like you do with your website or just like you do with your churn, like you either fix the problem product wise, or you just like actually address an objection instead of just like, Hey, here's a discount. Maybe, um, you like actually have a rhyme and a reason to everything. Yeah, that's exactly right. Awesome. I love it. So we're starting to run out of time here. Um, I mean, I just think that's, I mean, you have a really genius product. I really love it. It's like one of those things like you look at and you're like, man, that's so smart. I wish I thought of that. Um, but uh, as we start to wrap up here, like looking back on the business, like, is there anything like this is my last question. Is there anything that you might do differently or focus on differently? Like now that you're like this far down the road? Um, that's a good question. Um, yeah, we've developed a, and actually a, a brand new box that's going to be coming out in the, um, um, very near future. And, I worked pretty hard on the design of our, of our box. And I wish that I would have, you know, it's like anything when the first iPhone came out, right. That was, it was version one. I'm sure Steve jobs would have wished that he could have designed, you know, uh, the X or, you know, version 10 that we have now, um, back then. Right. Um, but you learn from what you've done. And I, I think we're going to give our um, customers a much better box experience here in the very near um, future. So, I'm super thrilled with that. I wish we would have um, thought about our box for about two. We've developed some really proprietary technology in our manufacturing. Um, so it's like, you know, I would, I would add this, like some guy may be listening to this podcast and say, oh, this is great. I'm going to go out and start up a Kitty Poo Club uh, disposable box company too. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, cat urine and box, but what we developed was a plastic sealed tray in the base of our box. Um, 
And that's really where the secret sauce is in our box. And we have utility patents centered around that. But what we've done is we've even developed it out further, and it's a, it's a better box. We've developed um, proprietary manufacturing equipment around that as well. So what, what we're getting ready to do will allow us to scale the business much faster and do higher volumes of product in a much shorter period of time. So what, what I'm looking – what we're going to be moving into, I wish I would have thought of and have done in the first iteration. But, um, hey, that's – that's how you learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, live and learn. I, so it I like could it. be a better product for a customer, and it could be better, yeah, and better for Kitty Poo Club. So, yeah, I mean, better now than never. And um, I mean, you're definitely on the right track. And it's really cool to peek behind the curtain and like hear how things have grown and like how you're dealing with churn. Um, and yeah, I, I think the key here for listeners is like, you know, don't just go and like copy everything word for word. Like that's not how you're going to get the results. But like really like whatever resonated with you in this podcast, like take the lesson in that and think, how can I apply it to your business? I mean, maybe it's, you're getting a lot of returns, you're getting a lot of churn, whatever it is. And you like figure out why that's happening. Um, and then, you know, solve it either from the product end or, or do what you got to do, but like, don't just, you know, just throw that info away, <laughs> use that data. But, uh, it's been great to have you on the podcast, Chad. Um, as we sign off here, where can we go to learn more about you and your company? Yeah. The kitty poo club dot, com k-i-t-t-y-p-o-o club.com we kind of came up with a catchy fun name uh on purpose uh and you have a cat um we're the product for you i would say this is that um one of the neat things that we have coming down the line on our website in the next couple months is we're going to be offering an assortment of foods the best foods uh natural foods out in the marketplace today and treats um, by some of the biggest names that people know uh, on our site as well. And so we're going to continue to be competitive with um, Amazon and Chewy and hopefully better priced in foods along with free shipping with our boxes. And so hopefully we can get uh, everything that's going into the cat and coming out of the cat. <laughs> Boom. Check them out. KittyPooClub.com. I'll link it up down in the show notes below. <laughs> thanks so much for coming on the show, Chad. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Dylan, for the invitation. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Now, listener, before I sign off, stop me if this sounds familiar. Your email marketing is stuck. You feel like you could be doing email better. You're not generating enough email revenue, and you feel like you're leaving money on the table. But you don't have the time to figure email out yourself or or do it on your own because you have a business to run. Imagine this. Imagine not having to worry about leaving money on the table with your email marketing. Imagine not having to figure out what to send, when to send it, how many emails should look, what automation you need, what segments you need, how often you should be contacting your email list, or just worrying about sending the next email. You don't have to worry about any of that. Imagine having peace of mind knowing that your email marketing is generating sales in good hands. At Wavebreak, we help Shopify stores maximize their email marketing revenue. That's it. We don't do anything else. And we've created a system called the Wavebreak method that, number one, makes you less dependent on Facebook or other marketing channels. Let's say something bad happens. Facebook says, see you later, Shopify store, and they just completely kill your ad traffic overnight. You don't have to worry. You don't have to stress because you're good to go because you have a cushion of email revenue. You don't have to worry about how or what your wife is going to do or if you're going to be able to make rent or if you're going to be able to pay people because you have this cushion of email revenue to rely on. Number two, the second thing this does is huge. And it's how stores scale from seven figures to eight figures uh, to nine figures. And the secret is repeat purchases. The Wavebreak method gets rid of one-time buyers and increases repeat orders. Number three, it keeps your email list engaged. 
You don't have to worry about Black Friday and beyond. We'll figure out the ideal amount of times that your list needs to be contacted to maximize revenue, and then we'll execute it for you. If you want to learn more about this system and how we can work together to apply it to your business, go to wavebreak.co to schedule a call with me. And I'll personally send you my calendar link and we can chat one-on-one. Now, I don't have unlimited time to do these calls. I can only do a couple of them per week. So if you want to get your call, uh, go sign up at wavebreak.co for it as soon as possible. And we can talk about how we can work together. Thanks for listening to this episode. Subscribe to the show on iTunes to get notified of new episodes as soon as they drop. 